0: Welcome, thank you for choosing to listen to this spirit-filled word by David Entry. When you catch a word, you have caught God. May you catch a word today that will cause God to change your story. Be blessed. Apostles' preach says that, I believe in God, the Father almighty, creator, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, Who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Universal Church, the communion of Saints, the forgiveness of sins the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. It is called the Apostles' Creed, not because the apostles wrote it, but it's a summary of the early church, the bedrock of faith. There are other things we believe that are captured in this, but it was not, were not expounded. Now, when you look at the Apostles' Creed, please, on the screen. When you look at the Apostles' Creed, I believe in God the Father. Really, it's about three key things. It's very much about God the Father, and then God the Son, and then the church. The key things that were captured, man. The Holy Spirit was captured. He was mentioned, I believe, in the Holy Spirit. He was born of the Virgin Mary, conceived uh, uh, conceived by the Holy Spirit. Okay, so the Holy Spirit was mentioned, but they didn't give very much attention and consideration, Or... um, Elaborate focus on the Holy Spirit. Really, it was mainly about Jesus Christ. So, if you realize, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of the heaven, and, and that's all about God. Then, the, much of the rest is, a, and in Jesus Christ, His Holy Son, our God, Jesus, who was conceived by the, the Holy Spirit, Jesus, born of the Virgin Mary, who Jesus suffered and the by who Jesus uh, was crucified, who Jesus suffered and was buried, died and was buried. He descended into hell, who. The third day rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, seated on the right hand of the Father. From there, he shall come to judge the living and the dead. Before he comes, I believe in the Holy Spirit. So, mainly, is uh, much of it was focused on defending the doctrine about Jesus. It's very Christocentric, heavy in Christ Christocentric theology or Christology, better to put it that way. Very heavy in Christology. Now, now, last week we spoke about, I believe, the credo, right? Pastor Frank spoke about it. And then last week I continued by, I believe, in God. Who is God? The Father. So I spoke about how God is our Father. He's our Father in a very special way. He's not the Father of every human being, but he's the Father of all those who are in Christ Jesus, right? So God is, say God is our Father, you can be going to church, but God, my not God is still not your father. The only way God becomes your father is when you are born again. Yeah. If you are not born again, in what way is he becoming your father? Because you must be born. Yes. Father is talking about your birth, your origin. So if you are not born again, what makes you think that you have the actual life of God? So we are the sons of God. Now, the when we, Bible says we are the sons of God, say we are the sons of God. We are the sons of God. Please say that again. The sons of God. Basic, basic, the basic of Christian basics of Christianity is not prosperity. It's not bless me now. That's not the basics of Christianity. The basics of Christianity is somebody who is who is in Christ. How did you end up in Christ? By denying yourself, taking your cross, and accepting the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Now, so we are the sons of God. Now, when the Bible says we are the sons of God, in Rome, um, John chapter 1, verse 12, it says that. As many as believed, received him. To them he gave them the right to become the one, the sons of God. It's not, it's not the sons and daughters. It's, it's sons of God. Why sons? Because in, it's inheritance belongs to sons in those days. You know, so you can inherit. So when they say we are sons of God, it's not gender. Since it's gender neutral. We are the seed of God. That's very important. So he gave them the right to become the sons of God. So when you say you are a believer, you have become a son of God, that being a son of God is not necessarily like a tag, or a title you have attained. When you finish medical school and you pass, what do you become? A medical doctor. Okay? When you finish law school, uh, finish your LPC and you pass, what do you become? A lawyer. So that a lawyer is based on what you can do, your training you have gone through. But when you see people sitting here, you will know they are a lawyer or they are not a lawyer or whatever. In the same way, when we say someone is a president, a prime minister, a managing director, it's something you became. It's like kind of an office you have gone in. We being sons of God is not like that. When you say I'm a son of God, it is not like someone has now become an American. Now, we being the sons of God... It's not just an attain, something we attain, it's organic. I explain what it means by organic. It being organic means that it is actually by nature. That we have the blood of Jesus. The DNA of Jesus is what makes us children of God. And it's not that like because we are now in church, I'm a child of God. No, 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 no. We are children of God because by nature, we, the seed of God is in us. And we share the blood of Jesus. We have the same blood with Jesus. We, we are, we are blood-related. Re- watch this. What I'm trying to say is it's an organic thing. It's not cosmetic. It wasn't developed by man. It's organic. It's real. It's life. It's a matter of life. Wow. So when we are sons of God, it's not like oh, because I'm in church, I call myself a child. No. In the spirit, you are very much god has ownership of you. That is why, then it makes, makes it very interesting how, how are you going to, what is going to make you de- discern you or unsan you. Yeah. Some of you might not be in best relation with your mother or your father. Or some of you, maybe you don't even know your father, but it doesn't change. The day he shows up, you can tell. Your mother knows him. You know, and the mother says, that's your dad, you can tell. Because nothing can, he has, you are falling out with him, there's no relationship, but it doesn't change because it's organic. It's organic, it's the DNA. So when we are sons of God, the reason why we can go, call God Father is not a religious thing, it's an organic thing. It's by nature, we are actually the sons of God. So he says that I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And then he goes on the very today, um, these few moments, what I want to focus on is the, and in Jesus Christ... Jesus what? Christ. His only son. What? Lord. Our Lord. Let's say that together. Jesus Christ is only son, our Lord. Jesus Christ is only son, our Lord. One more time, please. Jesus Christ is only son, our Lord. If you don't mind, I would appreciate if you can say it louder. Let's go. Jesus Christ is only son, our Lord. Some demons have gone yeah. by because you have, you have just released power. One more time, louder. Jesus. So this is very serious. He says that, I believe in Jesus Christ. First of all, Jesus. Who is Jesus? Uh, Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? They saw John chapter 1, from verse 40, particularly from verse 43. Philip found Nathanael and said to Nathanael, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote. This is this, this. They wrote about him. They said, we found him. Root." Uh, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of the... And he said, can anything good come? Jesus of... Go back. Jesus of Nazareth. So he was known as Jesus already. He was known as Jesus. So his normal name, he was also called Jesus. And that was where the problem is because he looked so much like us. And he wasn't the only one called Jesus in his days. Because Jesus was a normal name. In fact, Joshua. Moses Joshua, Joshua. Jesus... The name Joshua is the same as Jesus. They are Yeshua, Yeshua. So in the Hebrew, Joshua is Yeshua. And then Jesus is Yeshua. So Jesus is actually Joshua. So there are a lot of people who were called Yeshua, 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 Yeshua. There are quite some people. But that's why Jesus the Yeshua of Nazareth. You know. And now... But it says when he's in Jesus Christ, now Jesus there talks about his humanity. So much, he's so much human that nothing differentiates him from other humans when you saw him. If you saw two people passing, Jesus and somebody, there's nothing that will make you think that this one is special. He wasn't taller than everybody. He wasn't bigger than everybody. Like you think that the Messiah should be bigger than everybody, taller than everybody, you know, Physically speaking, you might think that he might maybe six fingers, or seven. Even Goliath and his relatives, some of them had six fingers. Goliath was tall. Goliath was taller than Jesus. Jesus should have been taller than Goliath. You know, but even Saul, Saul, uh, in the book of Samuel, he was the tallest guy, very handsome. But Jesus was so normal; nothing distinguished him from the others. He was just a normal human being. That is why they found it very difficult to accept when he told them who he was, because he was too ordinary and so normal. He blended him too blended in too well. Romans chapter one talks about the gospel from verse one. Paul, according uh, Paul, apostle of uh, God, called separated onto the gospel of God. Uh, 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 born about Jesus Christ and called to be an apostle uh, of, uh, gospel of God, which was probably the, uh, the, uh, through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. Watch this concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Uh, that's very important. So, the son who was born of the seed of David according to the flesh, according to the flesh, he was a human being. You can trace his genealogy to Abraham, to Isaac. That is why the book of Luke. Luke tells us, Jesus genealogy. He could trace who gave birth to Adam. When, so he's like, he didn't just show up like an angel. Came. Who did, no, 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 no. You can trace him. And then Matthew traces his genealogy to Abraham. Because, let me leave it theologically. He traces to Abraham. So you can tell. This one gave birth to this, gave birth to this, gave birth to this, and then Jesus was born. So you can tell Jesus' lineage. Because he was an ordinary and natural, he's, as he's, Jesus Jesus means human. But he said, and in Jesus Christ. No, Christ is a different, you, when you say Christ, it's a different ballgame altogether. That is why in John chapter 1, we read it earlier on, Andrew finds his brother, verse 40, 41, yeah, that's the one I'm looking for. Said, first, uh, uh, he first found his own brother, Simon, and said unto him, we have found the Messiah. Now, this means Christ. We translated Christ. Okay. What's the meaning of Messiah? Christ. So, when you say Jesus Christ, what do you mean? Jesus Messiah. Now, so, you either Christ is the uh, translation from the Hebrew. Hebrew is the Messiah. Mashiach. Okay. So, Jesus is the Messiah. Who is the Messiah? It's supposed to be not a Messiah. There were quite a few Messiahs. Messiahs who represented God, carried authority, and most of the prophets like Isaiah. He was kind of a Messiah. But this one is the Messiah. Because all of them spoke about one particular Messiah coming. Now, the Jews always expected, Moses said, God is going to bring somebody out like me. So they knew that there was a deliverer coming. They believed in the prophet. Now, you, can, you can't be a Jew without... Believing prophets. the their community was built on the way our social society nowadays is built on media. In thus that their community was built on prophets, what the prophets said. So they believe in the prophet. That is why I said, cannot repay. Do you believe the prophets? Because it says that and then the verse 45 says that we found him of whom the pro- Moses, not only Moses, but and the prophets wrote about. So all these prophets and Moses and the prophets were always talking about a coming Messiah, a coming Messiah. And one of the things they knew about the Messiah was that there are quite a few things about so many things about the Messiah, but it's supposed to be the son of David. That is why in Matthew chapter, I think 20, um, 22 verse 41, Jesus asked them who the, the Christ, whose son do you say he is? What do you think about the Messiah? Whose son is he? And they said the son of David because it was a common knowledge. So they says they, they knew it they knew it he asked them they knew that it's supposed to that is why the blind Bartimaeus said jesus thou son of david so the messiah is supposed to be a son of david we read romans it says that according to the flesh he was born of the seed of david romans chapter one verse three so he, jesus christ is supposed to be the son of david because how, when i've thought this before when david told god i want to build you a church i want to build you as god said david you want to build, I've never put it in anybody, any human being's heart. How did it manage? You love me so much, you have picked up my most important thing in my heart. You have picked up the reason why I created human beings. It's so I can have a church. David, how, how could you, did, did I tell you I need a house? I mean, did I tell you, since I appointed Moses, everybody, I've never asked anybody to build me a house. You have built your house for yourself. Now you call up Nathan and tell Nathan, I want to build God a house. David, how did he, said, because you have done this, because you have done this, when you die, I'm going to raise one of your seed, he's going to build, he will be, you can build it, but your son will build it for me, because whoever is going to build a house for God is supposed to be a normal human being, supposed to be a full blown human being, so if he's going to be a human being, then he must be, he must have genealogy. And so, and he must be the seed of the woman. He must be the seed of Abraham. And then David came and said, oh, I want to build your house. God said, okay, he's going to be your seed then. He said, I will raise a seed from you. He said, I so much he said, when you die, when your days are fulfilled and you rest with your fathers, I will set your seed. Ah, who will come from your body? And I will establish his kingdom. He said, who will come from your body? Look at verse 14. I Our? our, our uh, what? I uh, can you. I uh, will what? But verse 12 says what? When you dead, I will feel, uh, 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 you your days are fulfilled, you rap your father, I will set up your what? Seed. Whose seed? David. David's seed. So whose son is he supposed to be? Is it not David's son? Yes. But God said, I will also be his father. Hey, so whose son is he? God now, God said, David, because you have made this thing, I'm going to share a son with you. We, we will share a son. You know, so that's why Jesus asked them in Matthew that the Messiah, the Christ, whose son is he? Because they didn't know. They knew that is a son of David, but as to a human being being coming as a son of God, I mean, no religion can accept that. Amen. No religion, no religion in the world can be able to say God will have a son. And that was one of the things that made the Messiah unique. He says that the Messiah is going to be the seed of David. And so the Jews knew that when the Messiah comes, mm. the first thing he's going to do is all their uh, 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 those who are controlling them, ruling them, those who like the Romans who have taken over their land, the Messiah is going to pick them all out. And he's going to rule over the world and the Jews will be the best. So they were expecting this ruling Messiah who... Who looks like the way is going to be powerful is going to be powerful like David David never lost a battle David was their best king and now God said that a son is coming. So he'll be better than David So they're expecting this Messiah Does that does that make sense when they crucify on the cross people say well, what do you mean by it? The Messiah shouldn't die? That's why Peter said hey, you can't die oh, oh, you're the Messiah. The Messiah shouldn't die because to be a Messiah means that you are the promised seed from God To be the Messiah means that you are going to be the seed of David. You are going to be the son of God. You are going to be the one who ruled the whole universe. You are the one who is going to bring the people of God out of captivity. But that's what they knew, but they didn't know. Like Jesus said, Oh, foolish and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have said in sorry, Luke chapter 24, verse 45. Jesus said, Oh, foolish and slow of heart to believe because they were discussing how Jesus has died, and he said, He said to them, Oh, foolish and slow of heart to believe what all that the prophets have spoken. What have the prophets spoken? Look at the next verse. Look at it ought not the who who, Christ. what should happen to the Christ? Suffer. Ah, see, they didn't know that the Christ was supposed to suffer all these things first. That is why they couldn't accept. What do you mean by is the Christ? Look at the way they beat him. If you are the Christ, come down from the cross. They told him, if you are the Christ, come down from the cross, because there's not the characteristics of the Christ. A Christ who can't fight for himself, how can he be a conqueror? So he said that ought not the Christ to have suffered all these things? I think in Acts chapter three, verse twenty-four, I believe, uh, twenty-four, he says that yes. And all the prophets from Samuel and those who follow, as many have, have spoken, have foretold these days. What days? The days how? Go to the verse, the previous verse, the previous verse quickly. And it shall come, uh, uh, it shall be that every soul who will not hear the prophet shall be utterly destroyed from among the people. And then he spoke about how uh, I think verse eighteen. Mm-hmm. What? The prophet spoke, the prophet, by all oh, this, is the, but, 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 that the Christ will suffer. You see, and uh, he has fulfilled, full, he said, oh, what the prophet said, the Christ will suffer. He has fulfilled it. Yeah, they didn't, because they didn't study the prophets re- very well, they didn't realize that this Christ would be a suffering Christ, at the same time a ruling Christ. He's going to be a lion, at the same time a lamb. Yeah. The Christ is a very complex thing that no human research can make you find him. Because the Christ is a combination of so many things in one person that no human being can fulfill that. A combination, and yet, there's one who will fulfill it. And that's why when he came, they only knew part of him. They didn't know that because we know that he's, come, he's going to come back as the king of kings and the Lord. He hasn't finished his job. He's the Christ. And so, in, in, in um, Matthew chapter 13... Verse 16. From verse 13, Jesus said, Who do you say the son of man is? And he said, some said, Who do men say I son of man? Some said you are Elijah, some said you are prophet. And then he says, Who do you say I am? Verse 16, Peter, Simon Peter. Samuel Peter said, this is very important. Peter, you are the you are what? The Christ. Let's all read it aloud. Let's go. You are the Christ, the Son of the Living God. One more time, please. You are the Christ, the Son of the Living God. Now, this is the bedrock of Christianity. Yeah. This one. You are the Christ not the son of david you are the son of david because the christ must be a son of david but they knew the son, the son his his his, uh, his sonship or his lineage from david they knew the christ but they did what they didn't know that the christ also be a son of god because no religion taught them god can have a son so peter said you are the christ the son of the living god jesus said ha 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 i can't give you marks for this no 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 this one it was uh, intelligence supernatural intelligence that has given it you got intelligence of what is happening in heaven it's an a, information somebody has whispered an information to you which you can't get jesus said blessed are you Simon by Jonah, flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you that's why i said his christness no human being can be able to do a research and find it even it doesn't matter how we tell you you still can't get it i can i can speak it will enter your ears There's a second speaking which the Holy Spirit does. That one goes beyond your ears into your heart. No man can do that. So I do the first speaking. There are always two speakings that change a person. The first speaking is the preacher speaking. That doesn't go to your heart. It goes into your ears. The Holy Spirit then will do his own. Take what you are hearing into your heart. That's the second speaking. Once have you spoken. Twice has he heard. The power belongs to God. So the Holy Spirit himself will take what has been said. So when he talks about for those he for new he called, those he predestined, those he predestined, he called you know, and those he called he justified. I mean, called. Who calls you to be a Christian? Is it the pastor or the spirit? No, it's the spirit. A pastor cannot make you become a Christian. It doesn't matter how much we try. Evangelism doesn't make people Christians. Altar call doesn't make people a Christian because actually there's no altar here. The altar call doesn't make people Christians. If you want to give your life to Jesus, come to the front. Does it, some of you, before you became a Christian, you did a few altar calls. Yes. <laughs> what changes a person is the voice of the Holy Spirit. Now, it says that flesh and blood has not revealed. No one can reveal who Jesus is to you. We can teach you by the work of the Holy Spirit to reveal Christ to you. Now, now. So he says that who do men say I am? He said, You are the Christ. The Christ is a figure who was being expected by the Jews. So by the time the Christ came, there was a high anticipation of the Christ. So they came and said, We have found him. We are the Messiah, the Christ. Who Moses and the prophets were, we have found him. So oh, come on, we can't be the one. He said, Come and see. Come and see. So they brought him. And he said, Ah. When he said, I, before they called you from under the tree, I saw you. He said, My Lord, Philip, uh, the next verse, then Nathaniel answered and said, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are king of Israel. You see, the, the Christ is the king of Israel. The Christ is the son of God. The Christ is the son of man. The Christ is the reigning king. He's the suffering Savior? He's the one who will, be, who will suffer and be crucified and maltreated? He's still the one who will also resurrect from the dead. He's the one who ascended into heaven. He will reign and forgive sins. I mean, so many things in one person. <laughs> Hallelujah! Is it? Is it? Is it not interesting that we are not we are not Jesusians? We are not Jesusians. We are Christians. Because the Christ is a unique personality. There's only one Christ, the Christ, the Christ, the Christ, the the one who died and brought us and broke the power of sin over our life, broke the power of the enemy over our life, set us free. He who the Son. Is free. He says us free from the hope. He said that for he has delivered us from the power of darkness and translated Colossians chapter one verse ten and translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. And this is the Christ. If you are not in Christ, you are in crisis. So when we say we believe in Christ, it's not just like his surname Jesus Christ or his second name. But it's a description of a particular unique person of the universe. Yeah. He's a unique person. All the prophets who came. See, that's why John the Baptist, in John chapter 1 from verse 20, somewhere there, he was baptizing. And people were coming to him. The guy was unique. He wasn't doing any miracle. But he carried some grace and anointing. He was, he was baptizing people. And so they said that, go and ask. The way everybody is going to him, they sent to ask, are you the Christ? He said, no, I'm not the one. And then, so they came. They asked him, what then? Are you Elijah? He said, no. Uh, uh, he said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He said, no, I am not. So they said, then they said to him, so who are you that we may give an answer to those who sent us? What do you say about yourself? Now, verse 19, verse 19. Now, uh, this is the testimony of John. When the Jews sent priests, uh, sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? The next verse. He confessed and did, did not deny it, but confessed. Listen, I am not the Christ. I am not the pastor. <laughs> he, John, he had attention. Who he posted, they credited him with, he said, I'm not the Christ. I am, I'm not the Christ. This is about my pay. They said, But what you are doing, what is, you are a unique person. You should be there. Say, hey, I'm not the Christ. He confessed. Just as Bible said, he confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. <laughs> Sometimes they will credit you with who you are not. Mm. <laughs> yeah, especially when it comes to spiritual environment. Yeah. When it comes to places where God has set on order, authority, they will credit you. said, I am not. Then they said, so who are you? But I like his answer. Verse 23 is a very powerful, but that's not my topic. But I just, he said, I am the, oh, I am the voice. I am the voice. I am the voice crying in the world that is not in the, on the stage, behind the scenes. Yeah. I am the voice. That's why he was the greatest prophet. I am the voice crying of Make straight the way of the Lord. Asked the prophet Isaiah said. But when you read NIV, I prefer the NIV. Look at how the NIV said, He replied in the words of Isaiah the prophet. Ha! I like that one. So when they asked him, who are you? He said, do you want me to know? Open Isaiah chapter 7 verse. And then he read himself in Isaiah the prophet. He said, this is what Isaiah said. I'm the one Isaiah was talking about. I am not the Christ. There's one coming. He answered in the words of Isaiah. <laughs> Yes, I feel like preaching. So John the Baptist answered from the scriptures his identity. What kind of identity are you boasting about which cannot be traced in the scripture? He answered, I'm, I am I'm not. Then he is himself, <laughs> in the verse 30, this is an interesting one. He says that um, this is, okay. And he says that, the next day, John saw Jesus coming and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Now look at the next verse. That's where we are going. We are going somewhere. This is, this is he of whom I said, after me comes a man who is preferred before me. For he was before, no, the one who is coming after me was before me. He said, I'm telling you. Pastor Tim, rise and come and stand here he was preaching attention was on him then somebody shows up then he said this is he who i've been talking about john the baptist isaiah said he's coming elijah said he's coming jeremiah said he's coming nahum said he's coming malachi said he's coming zephaniah said he's coming zachariah said he's coming john the baptist said this is he this is he he said he said this is he of whom and he didn't just say, he, when he came, he started talking. Somebody's coming. I'm going to introduce you to you. Somebody's coming. So, as soon as he came, he said, This is he of whom I told you that after me, don't give me all the attention because the real deal is coming. He said, he said After me cometh one. Who, who, after me comes a man who is preferred before me. King James. King James. After me cometh a man which is preferred. Okay, the same thing. Now. Before me, for he was. Before me, he's he's been ancient of days. The Messiah has always been there before any human being showed up. That must be the Messiah. So the Messiah shows up, thank you, sir. It shows up, and John the Baptist said, this is he of whom I said. Now look at the next verse. This is New King James. Let's go back to New King James. And I did not know him. You are coming to introduce the one you don't know. Because no human being knows him. Use human senses to, dis- to find him. Even the one to introduce him said it, t- it doesn't take human intelligence wow. to discover Christ. Uh-huh. That's why you can go to the best of schools and still miss Christ. Yeah. Wow. He said, "I did not know him." but the one who sent me that oh, sorry that not but that he should be revealed to Israel therefore therefore i came baptizing with water this is all i don't know him but me i came baptizing because during the baptism something will happen because the baptism is a spiritual thing as i'm doing this i was sent to baptize so he said me i don't know him so how do you know the one you are coming to introduce? And look at the next verse, I like this one. And John bore witness, saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he remained upon him. Look at the next verse. He said, I did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, upon whom you see the Spirit descending, he is the same, is the one, shout hallelujah. <laughs> Whom you see the Spirit is standing and remaining on him. Just to see who baptized the Holy. So, he said, this whole thing is a spiritual thing. It's the Holy Spirit thing. It's the He said, who do men say I am? said, Son of the said, Holy Spirit revealed it to you. John the, the Baptist was coming to uh, reveal him or uh, introduce him. They said, don't, you don't know, back, you go. Look out for the Spirit's move. When you see the spirit moving on him, the way the Holy Spirit will move on him will be unusual. That will let you know he's the one. That's why when he saw it, he said, now I testify that this is he. (laughs) And I've seen and testified that this is the, oh, somebody shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. I have seen, I testify. This is the son of God. That's why when he saw him coming, he said, behold, the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. He takes away. The sins of the world. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah! So they were expecting the Messiah, and the Messiah is the one who is coming to take away the sin of the world. He's the one who was before everybody, but he's going to come after us. He, can you imagine? He is the seed of David, and yet he's the, the root of Jesse. Do you know Jesse, yes. David's father? David's father's root <laughs> is him. And yet he's David's son. Ah. <laughs> Revelation chapter um, 22, verse 16. Is there? Revelation is said, I am, I am, this I I Jesus have sent, uh, uh, seven, uh, I sent my angel to testify to you these things. I am the root and the offspring of David, the brighter. I'm the root can you be the root and the fruit at the same time? So when we say, I believe in Jesus Christ, Christ, when we say Christ, it is very heavy. He is the only human being who can be a root and a fruit. <laughs> He's the root of David. And I think one of the places, it talks about the, the, the root of Jesse. I think Isaiah chapter 9 also, uh, Isaiah 11. Uh, Isaiah 11 rather. And in that day there shall come uh, there shall be a root of Jesse who shall stand at the, at the, uh, uh, as a banner to the people. He's a root and the fruit. It's a So when we say, "I believe in Jesus, Christ, don't think Christ is just a tag. No, it's very heavy. That's why the Jews are still waiting for the Christ to come. But his Jesusness made them miss his Christness. He was so much like us, and yet he was very different from us. So when we say, I believe in Jesus Christ, how about his only son? Like I was going to go to Jesus Ocurius, our Lord, but because of time. But his only son his only son when john the baptist was baptizing him bible said the heaven was open Mm -hmm. and uh, the spirit of the holy spirit descended like a dove john matthew chapter 3 verse 17 uh, like a dove on him and uh, the heavens opened holy spirit descended and a voice came from heaven and the voice said this is my ah this is my so god has got a son john 3 16 for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son now that's important that's important their problem was the begotten how can you be begotten and not made at the same time? You, you, you appeared and yet you've always been. He's always been. He's the eternal son. So in John chapter 1 verse 18, he says that no one has seen the father, but he who comes from the bosom of the father. It's like God put his hand in his clothes and removed him. And so he came. He, he's the only one who can define God, has declared him the word declared means defined manifested, demonstrated he's the only one who can, no one has seen God at any time, the only begotten son, so when we talk about Jesus is the only begotten son there's a Latin word called monogenes monogenes which means that the only begotten son now watch this, Jesus how many of us believe that you are the son of God how many of you believe you are the son of God Yeah. if you are born again you are but your sonship and the only begotten sonship is different. We are sons because we have we have been adopted into the family of God. His son because he is actually I and the Father are one. Now, when you say the when we say I believe in Jesus Christ, his son, you are talking about the Trinity. It's just coded in there. You can't have a son without a father. You can't have the father without the son. If you talk about the father and the son, then definitely the Holy Spirit is always there. So in his only son, that means the father and the son are one. John 10:30, I and my father are one. They say, what do you mean? You and the father? How can you and the father be the same and one? Yes, I am. If I said he who has seen me, has seen the Father. John chapter 9, 14, verse 9. He who has seen me has seen the Father. I just, I am the Father. Monogenes, he is the only begotten son. Most of the time, the common titles given to Jesus Christ in the Bible, the one mostly used is Christ. Okay. Christ. That's his title. So Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, several times. Second, followed by lord so lord jesus lord jesus lord jesus lord jesus christ first one is christ second is lord the third one is son of man now son of man is used about 83 times in the bible like referring to jesus refer 83 times all 82 or 83 all the 83 times jesus referred called himself Look at Matthew chapter 16 verse 13. Let's all read it out loud from the screen. Matthew 16, 13. Let's go. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi. Philippa. Some of you are not reading. Let's go. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked the disciples say, do you say the Who do men say that I am the son of man Who do men say that I am the son of man? Did you see that? He, he calls himself the son of man. But is he not the son of God? What's the difference between the son of man? That, that son of man is a very holy prophetic title. It points to his humanity, yet he carries deity. So anytime, Shadrach, Bejad, Abednego, when they put them into the fire, the king said, I see a fourth man. The fourth one is like the son of man. Right. So that, that word, son of man, is actually a holy title. And Jesus Christ, about 80 times in the Bible, refers to himself by the son of man, the son of man, the son of man. The other three times were used by others. But all the time, his most favorite title for himself is son of man, son of man. Son of man means he, the only man, the man who carries divinity. So son of man is not like you, you're calling yourself son of man is hungry. Son of man, boys are tired and those, no, it's different. different when he said i'm son of man he's talking about deity okay i am the son of man it also points to the fact that he's the son of god so when we said jesus christ is only son our god our lord he is the son of god the actual son the monogenes means that he is a son in a way no human being can be do you understand that that's very important so when we say god gave his only begotten son tell my muslim brother that we are not talking about God having sex and impregnating somebody. Please. It's human. That's human way of having a child. Amoebas don't have, don't multiply by like, like that. In fact, there are some creatures or flowers. It's the pollination. So it, it, it's, it's not, yeah, cross-pollination is not. So don't think that when God says I'm going to have a son, God doesn't need uh, Yeah, that to have a child (laughs) God doesn't need that He speaks and it is So when it was time for Mary to conceive He just sent a word And when Mary received the word She had received God And the pregnancy took place That's the same way Sarah got pregnant He spoke a word to Abraham and Abraham believed. And Sarah also believed and received strength. And when Abraham messaged, even though there was nothing working in them, the word they had received became the workings. So he's the son of God, not in the sense that he's the same as everybody. But it's very unique. Monogenesis, is no one can be. So our own is different. Now let me add this end quickly. In Romans chapter 1 verse 4, it says that, this, verse 3 talks about the seed of David verse 4 talks about declared to be who was declared to be the son of god the seed of david look at the verse 3. verse 3 concerning his son watch this this is interesting concerning who his son. who is the son jesus christ our lord who was born of the seed of david according to the flesh and what what happened to Amen. Uh, who was declared declared to be the son of god jesus christ. The, no 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 no. go back who was declared to be the son of god go back to verse 3 Declared to be No, no, verse 3, I'm sorry, verse 3 Concerning God's son Who was declared to be the son of God? Don't you see that? It looks like there are two sons talking He was a particular son And when he became a human being, he had humanity But when he died and resurrected, humanity for the first time was born into God So, watch this. Look at that verse 4. Declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit by the resurrection. Now, we also are the sons of God by the resurrection power. So, now, when he resurrected from the dead, his sonship, when humanity was born into God, he became the firstborn son. Remember Romans chapter 8, that he might be the firstborn amongst many brethren. Verse 29. So, we are many brethren, but he became the firstborn which is different from the only begotten. The only begotten was the unique one who came to become a human being, and after being a human being for 33 years, died and was born. Humanity was introduced into divinity. So now from that time, any of us who put our trust in him, he also, we are born into divinity. So then he is the first, and we are there. So when we say his son, we are talking about his only begotten son, unique son of God. Who the, the only one who can possess the full divinity in complete humanity is a mystery full divinity is captured in simple humanity it's a mystery so much so that people who were around never saw that he was the one how many of you believe in Jesus so it's not because he died just that died and went no it's because he's the Christ the Son of God. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. When God speaks, works show, and the works will surely show in your life. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.